the fifth day of the week. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Romans 12, verse 2. Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Matthew 5, 48. For the past three days, our focus has been on the loving God to whom we belong. Now we consider how our love for God moves us toward transformed lives, a process sometimes referred to as sanctification or going on to perfection. To be told by Jesus that we are to be perfect as God is perfect is a terrifying thing a command so intimidating that we snatch it from our memories unless we think of it in terms of capacity, not identical quantity. A pint jar can be as perfectly full as a 10-gallon jar, even though the amount each holds is vastly different. We are not expected to have the infinite capacity for goodness and grace that characterizes God, but we can be and are expected to live up to the human capacity God has put within each of us in varying measures, just as the Almighty lives up to the full capacity of deity. Further, the process of fulfilling the capacity given to us involves divine assistance. Sanctification, as this process is often called, is not a good work we do for God, but a good work God does within us when we open ourselves to the one who made us, who knows our capacity, and who brings us to fulfillment when we allow it. Before this Holy One, we present ourselves not as burnt offerings on an altar, but as a living sacrifice in the world. Romans 12, verse 1. Opening Prayer Accept me, O Lord, as a sacrifice, alive and eager to be used as you see fit, that I am all too conformed to this world. I readily confess with shame, transform me by your mighty power. Renew my mind, that I may discern your will that I may both know and do what is good, acceptable, and perfect. This I pray together with the whole church through that one who was the supremely perfect sacrifice, Jesus, Savior of the world. Amen. Psalm 16 Keep me safe, O God. I've run for dear life to you. I say to God, be my Lord. Without you, nothing makes sense. And these God-chosen lives all around, what splendid friends they make. Don't just go shopping for a God. Gods are not for sale. I swear I'll never treat God names like brand names. My choice is you, God, first and only. And now I find I'm your choice. You set me up with a house and yard, and then you made me your heir. The wise counsel God gives when I'm awake is confirmed by my sleeping heart. Day and night, I'll stick with God. I've got a good thing going, and I'm not letting go. I'm happy from the inside out, and from the outside in, I'm firmly formed. You canceled my ticket to hell. That's not my destination. Now you've got my feet on the life path, all radiant from the shining of your face. Ever since you took my hand, I'm on the right way. From the book of Job, chapter 13, selected verses 3 through 17 and 21 through 27. And Job responded, But I would speak to the Almighty, and I desire to argue with God. But you smear with lies. You are worthless physicians. 
Oh, that you would be completely silent and that it would be become your wisdom. Please hear my argument and listen to the contentions of my lips. Will you speak what is unjust for God and speak what is deceitful for him? Will you show partiality for him? Will you contend for God? Will it be well when he examines you or will you deceive him as one deceives a man? He will surely reprove you if you secretly show partiality. Will not his majesty terrify you and the dread of him fall on you? Your memorable sayings are proverbs of ashes. Your defenses are defenses of clay. Be silent before he said, I may speak. Then let me come on me what may. Why should I take my flesh and my teeth and put my life in my hands? Though he slays me, I will hope in him. Nevertheless, I will argue my ways before him. This also will be my salvation. For a godless man may not come before his presence. Listen carefully to my speech. And let my declaration fill your ears. Remove your hand from me, and let not the dread of you terrify me. Then call, and I'll answer, or let me speak, then reply to me. How many are my iniquities and sins? Make known to me my rebellion and my sin. Why do you hide your face and consider me your enemy? Will you cause a driven leaf to tremble, or will you pursue the dry chaff? For you write bitter things against me, and make me to inherit the iniquities of my youth. You put my feet in the stocks and watch all my paths. You set a limit for the soles of my feet. From the book of Acts, chapter 12, verses 1 through 17. Now about that time Herod the king laid hands on some who belonged to the church in order to mistreat them. And he had James, the brother of John, put to death with a sword. When he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. It was during the days of unleavened bread. When he had seized him, he put him in prison, delivering him to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him out before the people. So Peter was kept in the prison, but prayer for him was being made fervently by the church of God. On the very night when Herod was about to bring him forward, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with chains, and guards in front of the door were watching over the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared, and a light shone in the cell, and he struck Peter's side and woke him up, saying, Get up, quickly! And the chains fell off his hands, and the angel said to him, Gird yourselves, and put on your sandals. And he did so, and he said, Wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And he went out and continued to follow, and he did not know what was being done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. When they had passed the first and second guard, they came to the iron gate that leads into the city, which opened for them by itself, and they went out and went along one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. When Peter came to himself, he said, Now I know for sure that the Lord has sent forth his angel, and rescued me from the hands of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. And when he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, who was also called Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. When he knocked at the door of the gate, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. When she recognized Peter's voice, because of her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran in and announced that Peter was standing in front of the gate. They said to her, You're out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so. They kept saying, It is his angel. But Peter continued knocking. And when they had opened the door, they saw him and were amazed. But motioning to them with his hand to be silent, he described to them how the Lord had led him out of the prison, and he said, Report these things to James and the brethren. Then he left and went to another place.
of the Gospel according to John, chapter 8, verses 33 through 47. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have not yet been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say, You will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, Everyone who commits sin is the slave of sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son does remain forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you seek to kill me, because my word has no place in you. I speak the things which I have seen with my father, therefore you also do the things which you heard from your father. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, If you are Abraham's children, do the deeds of Abraham. But as it is, you are seeking to kill me, a man who has told you the truth which I heard from God. This Abraham did not do. You were doing the deeds of your father. They said to him, We were not born of fornication. We have one father, God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and have come from God. For I have not even come on my own initiative, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I am saying? It is because you cannot hear my word. You are of your father, the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I speak the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I speak truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears the words of God. For this reason you do not hear them, because you are not of God. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Tuesday's Prayer God, our rock and our salvation, undergird us with your strength, lest we fail because we rely upon ourselves alone. Assist us with your Holy Spirit, that we may abide in your love and trust in your grace. Spread upon us your transforming power. Overpower us with your goodwill and forgiveness, offered to us and to all through Christ our Savior. Amen. A prayer within the 12-step community entitled, Am I Willing? Dear God, help me to forget what I have done for other people and to remember what other people have done for me, to ignore what the world owes me, and to think what I owe the world, to put my rights in the background and my duties in the middle distance, my chances to do a little more than my duty in the foreground, to see that my fellow members are just as real as I am, and to try to look behind their faces to their hearts as hungry for joy as mine is, to own that probably the only good reason for my existence is not what I can get out of life, but what I can give to life, to close my book of complaints against the management of the universe and look for a place where I can sow a few seeds of happiness. Am I willing to do these things even for a day? Then I have a good chance of staying with the program. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.